Hi, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of You Started Kits, and today I'm here with uh, one of our members here, Derek. He's one of the members who's been with us for from the beginning. I think he was the third person I talked to about You Start. Uh, Derek works on front end development with us. He helps me a lot with the application processes that we need to do. A lot of marketing stuff. He works with Emily when we need to do marketing. They work together. They work really well. So Derek will be joining me today. And the main topic of today is a lot of people like to talk about um, quitting your job if you're not an entrepreneur. You're not an entrepreneur if you don't quit your job. So we want to kind of discuss and highlight on some points of that. So that's what today is. So Derek, welcome to the podcast. Hello, everybody. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's been a good break good. so far. How was your New Year's? Oh, it was actually not too bad, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just chilled with some family. That's good. Went man. out for dinner. That's good. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, actually. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. You had fun? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, right. it, could, it could go really bad, though. These things could go Yeah, really right. <laughs> the night before New Year's, actually, went out with my buddies. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, dude. You're a big fan. I love that place, dude. We did something stupid. Oh, really? We ordered a snack size of Blazing. Wow. Cleanest fucking bones. Eat it all. <laughs> Eat one of them all the way through. Oh, dude, my. you know what was the worst thing was? Yeah. I took the celery stick and I ran it over the wing first. Uh-huh. Trying to, like, because I didn't want to eat my wings first. Wings, right? Yeah. Like, even what I'm talking about right now, my mouth is like, <laughs> dude, that celery stick touched my tongue and my whole mouth went bitter for a second. Oh, no. It was bad. So the whole time I was, like, stressing eating it. Oh, God. But when I ate, like, what it is, the thing is it has a really late ignition, oh, yeah. which means, like, it takes a while to kick in. So you so took one bite, took another bite, and then <laughs> the, just hit you like the trick with these things is a lot of people just think drink water, drink water, drink water. Yeah. You have to go spit. You have to get the, yeah, you have to get rid of all the contents from exactly. your mouth at first. So you just, just went to the bathroom, rinsed my mouth, kept spitting, kept spitting, kept spitting, and got. I was able to get it out, but it was it was, it was quite an experience. I would never do it again. <laughs> 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 Mango habanero is where I like to stop. Oh uh, yeah, but it was cool. It was. I thought it would be sweeter though. Mango yeah. habanero. Yeah, it has a real kick to it too. It's got an early ignition that one, but it's got a hell of a kick to it. Yeah. Hey, how hot have you got on that scale? You're not big into spicy food, are you? I mean, I'm not really too big on spicy food, but I can deal with a few things, you know, like <laughs> the weakest thing I've, I've actually managed to get is like sriracha, but like, so, honestly, I mean, like I can like deal, a, so, I can pretty much deal with like, so sir, if you've watched Hot Wings before, you've seen how our, yeah. sriracha is like the very first one. The very first, this oh, is, I've actually tried the, the second one after that. Uh, Aardvark? Yeah, that one. Aardvark? I've never tried That's uh, the dry they, they actually, They actually have that at uh, Domo Taco, actually. I've never tried it. We yeah. should try that one day. Yeah, it's definitely pretty good. Is Domo around here? Yeah, actually. It's uh, it's on Willoughby Street. Me and uh, Men go it? there sometimes. It's really not that far. You know where we the teriyaki place is? We should try it's it. literally like like block closer. Okay, we'll try it. We'll try it. Yeah. We'll definitely try it one day. Sure. All right, so let's, uh, everyone's not here to talk about our weekend. <laughs> <laughs> if they are, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> But this is actually the second episode we're recording for this. I don't know when, which um, the goal is to put these out once or twice a week. Um, we're on iTunes right now, so if you go search "You Started Kits" on iTunes, it should be able to pop up on, across all of your podcast apps. It should be on SoundCloud. It is on SoundCloud uh, now, so we're on SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, I'll try to get us on Stitcher because I know some people like Stitcher. Maybe we can get on some more podcast apps as we grow this thing. I'll have Emily start looking into that for later on. So let's get into our main topic of today, which is don't quit your job. Um, so as an entrepreneur who are attempting to become an entrepreneur, because my definition of entrepreneur is like this, until you're really making the, well, we would be considered entrepreneurs now because we're actually building it. Mm-hmm. But 
the false conception of an entrepreneur is, is if you just have an idea or if you have a brand or some people like to consider themselves the brand, sure, but I don't think you're an entrepreneur then. It's You're more of a business person, self-promoter, yeah. but I don't think you're an entrepreneur then. But a lot of people say, and this is like something Gary Vee says a lot, which, you know, I love Gary Vee. Yeah. <laughs> I respect the hell out of that guy. Yeah. This is one thing he says that's very different for me because as a student, because we're both students, it's very different from people who are in the real job force. So, like, if we have a job, it's more of a part-time thing. Yeah. And if you decom decompartmentalize, decompart off, oh. <laughs> it's got, it's, decompose, it's, decompose. Yeah. yeah, let's say decompose it. You'll end up seeing that you have a lot more time than you think. Because I had a Facebook status about this a while back. So if you break down your day, let's say you work nine to five at school, right? Let's say it's your nine to let's say nine to seven. Well, yeah. let's say it's never really seven, right? It's 10 to, 10 to 6. It's, 10 it's, to, yeah. Let's say you have a crazy days. schedule, 10 to 6, four days a week. Yeah. You have Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Like what we do at Ustart is we're here for on Saturdays all day. Yeah. So we're able to work on the startup. And everyone, whenever, like, like I know Derek all the time, whenever he's got a free time, he's always working on an app, working on something to be able to push it forward. So we do have a lot of free time. So like I don't really believe in quitting your job if you're a student because you do have enough time. It might be different when you're like in the real world. So, I mean, can you talk a little bit on that? Like, how you feel working at a startup as well as going to school? Like, how does that feel for you? How do you, how's it, how's it been? Well, I mean, in my experience, like, um, when I think about just getting a job in general, I, I, for, for one, like, I just think about, like, the time that I have mm -hmm. that pretty much can I fit, like, a job sure. in the middle of, like, you know, while I'm, like, studying, basically, right? Sure. And it's, like, for me, I, I find it because, like, for one, in in my background, pretty much like I, I live with my parents, right? Obviously, sure. so we'll do. <laughs> yeah. But like, they're they're pretty much kind of like the main influence sometimes, yeah. in which you know they they tell me you know um, if if it's really too much for you, you just don't even go for it. That's or, really like, good, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you know it, it, it gets it gets in the way, but if you really feel that you really want to get this like kind of like a job, pretty much you just then just go for it. Yeah, that's I what agree. I think about it. I but agree. In terms of just like quitting a job. Because of like other like circumstances, I feel like it's, yeah, like, like like talk a little bit about like yeah, like you were gonna say like quitting the job while you're an entrepreneur and like have this like this devalue you as an entrepreneur to have a job as well. Well, I I feel like it doesn't because nowadays like I think it's just you can have you can have a job and just like you be do, be doing other things at the same time, right? Because like if it if it's something that like you feel that you you're gonna need to do kind of like in in the sense that. You know, you, you feel you're more occupied while you have a job, and at the same time, you're thinking of stuff every day as an entrepreneur. I think, I think if, if it works out for you, you just go for it. Yeah, because these days different. everyone's just flexible now. Yeah. It's, it's not about like, oh, what what are you doing in your spare time, right? It's yeah. it's, it's 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 hey, it's 2018, right? Of course, nobody's gonna judge you for like uh, what you're doing. Yeah. It, every, everything's flexible. Yeah, you know? Everyone's different. Yeah. Maybe some people do need to quit their job. Like, let's say. If you because when you're a student, it's different. Let's say you're a student and you're working somewhere and you need to quit your job. Mm -hmm. Sure, like for example, our developers, some of them might not have enough time to be able to work and we could be a developer here. You start, but me as a project manager on this now, into now a year and a half into this, I feel like I, I don't need to be there all the time with you guys, so I can go work to be able to get money to be able to pay for servers and stuff. So I feel like for me, I can keep the job at this point. Whereas in the beginning, when we were starting off, I needed to be here more. Like I would only work like two days a week over the summer when we were first. Yeah, you know, the first round we did it was over the winter. Yeah, I'd only work two days a week, and we were here like three, four days a week just planning. I needed to be here for that. But now when we're in the trenches, 
and we're kind of going at it. My part is a little bit separated from the developer part because you guys are coding and doing the things that you need to do. I'm there for when we need to make some decisions. I'm there for when we need to solve some things. Being here for two days a week, one day a week is enough because you guys are you guys don't need really you don't need really a shepherd to push you guys through. You guys are mature over eighteen. You're all adults now, pretty yeah, much. You can chaperone yourselves, and it's and I feel like at this stage, I'm me quitting my job would just be hurting myself financially because I need this to be able to like survive and have money to pay for things, pay for bills and stuff like that. But some people, maybe they're lucky they're they're better off and financially than I am and they can afford to quit their job. Then at that point I would say sure, quit your job at that point if you can afford yeah. to do it. It's all really about background at the at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. And how you can balance persons. So maybe maybe there's another student, let's say Jake, someone named Jake comes and works for us. Jake doesn't work for us. We don't have anyone named Jake, Jake. on the team. We have a lot of names, but we don't have a Jake. Let's say Jake works for us, and he's, he's also working, let's say he's interning at, I don't know, company XYZ, right? And he sees that he prefers you start, loves you start more. He might not be getting paid here, but he, he, he can't really balance it, and he decides to quit working at XYZ. No one can hold that against him. But even then, he's still an entrepreneur, even while he was working at XYZ, because you're still getting done. Like a lot of people say, if you have a full-time job, you're not an entrepreneur, yada, yada. No, you yeah. can't be an entrepreneur. Exactly. Because like, the day is nine, you work from nine to five in the morning. You have an hour of lunch, right? That's one hour. Let's keep a, let's keep a count here. We have one hour yeah. for lunch, right? Let's be honest. No one works from four to five. No one, no one works. Yeah. So there, there you go. You have another hour. That's two hours. Let's say on your commute home, let's say you, let's say you have an hour commute, right? You can't really do much. You can think, which is very valuable. Let's say you're tired and decompressed, right? You get home at six. Mm -hmm. Six to seven, you eat and shower. Seven to eight, eight to nine, nine to ten, ten to eleven, eleven to twelve at night. That's another five hours. So right there, you have seven hours a day. That's pretty much a full-time job in itself where you can work on your startup, whatever. That's seven hours times five days a week. That's 35 hours right there. And yes, if you can hear the pencil, we are doing the math. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the weekends, and the weekends are unlimited. Like for us, we work from 11 sometimes to 6. So that's another seven hours on a Saturday, and you can pop another seven hours on a Sunday. So you're at what? Seven fourteen, 14 that's plus thirty-five. That's 49. forty-nine hours. That's forty-nine hours. That's more than a forty-hour job. So you have ample amount of time if you really want to work on something. You can run a full-time job and parallel to that on a startup. That's just my personal opinion. What do you think? Do you think it's possible? Yeah, it's definitely possible. At the end of the day, I feel it's just um, with anyone involved right it's just a matter about like commitment and i think that's what gary v like explains a lot very well and so like especially with all of his posts they're all mainly just based off of commitment if you don't really commit yourself into what you want to do then you're not going to get it i agree right i, I think agree. uh gary v actually posted a, a like a tweet earlier about i'm glad like, you're following him now yeah you hear much, that gary <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like he pretty much posted like a tweet of something like you know if you're not if, if you're committed and stuff, then you're going to most likely succeed. I, I just, guess the, along the lines of that. You, no just have to have, exactly. you just have to have the drive, man. Yeah, it's, it's all about the drive. Because if, if, look, if you really care about something and you believe in it, no matter what it is, even if you have two hours a day of free time and you have like a full-time job and you have a family of three or four to support, you're going to find the time to do it. You're going to find the time to put in there. You're going to find the time to sacrifice to be able to help your family or, or make the money and make your startup happen. There's a lot. You see it on Shark Tank a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of people with with full now. Shark Tank is different. We'll save that for like a different episode. We'll talk about yeah. Shark Tank in a different because that's a that's a beast in itself. 
a lot of them do have full-time jobs. And when they do get picked up, and of course, when you get to a certain structure in a startup, you're going to have to quit your job. Like, let's say you start picks up and we, we start having users and we start having clients to run. I would have to quit my job. I would have to dedicate full-time to this. But at that point, that would be around the time when the website or the company or whatever it is would start to make revenue so we'd be able to support ourselves from it. That's just that's just what what I'm thinking. Cause there's there's a lot of good points you could you can make from it before it and against quitting your job. But I think overarchingly, as a student, it all comes down to the bottom line being you and who you are. And if if you're quitting your job just because you're being told you're not an entrepreneur for having the job, but you can still balance it, I don't think that's a good idea. I think you should keep the job. It teaches you a lot of discipline. Because yeah. I I work at the DOT as Derek knows, and now you listeners might know as well. I'm a college aide there. I design, build, and create databases for them. Um, I work with a team of in other interns, and the cool, the, a lot of things you learn there is like you learn about how bureaucracy works in an office space, which has taught me how to do a lot of conflict resolution here at Ustar. Like if two people have conflicts on, well, conflicts here it's like ways of doing something. Yeah, you learn how to like solve those. You learn how to communicate better while you're working in like a professional atmosphere, and. That's what kind of like you start's goal is with people working on projects at you start as whenever they whenever the site launches is for them to gain these skills for when they enter the workforce they can pick these things up and learn how working in a full environment like that is like how how do you how does how does it feel for you to like work here at you start how has the experience been what do you like what don't you like what is bothered like could you tell the listeners a little bit about that experience and be honest because it doesn't matter yeah I mean with you start I mean it's it's been very good so far. You know, we've been trying very hard to just get like everybody on track. I think the only problem that we've been having is just, um, well, lately is just getting ourselves together and kind of like keeping ourselves in sync. Because I feel that that just one problem has just plagued us lately is that like with with the miscommunication at hand. You know, because like for one, I I'm I'm a avid gamer right sure i play a lot with like teams and everything mm-hmm. and communication is very key i agree like especially agree. like in terms of just like getting things down and like with you start i think that like sometimes our communication wasn't there right and that's why we weren't able to like um get things together like for example like um getting getting like uh middle end done in terms of connecting right. the application layer, yeah. yeah the application layer the, the, just, the main challenge there was we were, were highly understaffed for that well, yeah, besides that, I right. felt the communication, it, it wasn't, in the beginning, it wasn't really there. Yeah. But as soon as we, Because in the like, beginning, we really had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. That, but as soon as we, like, went over, like, what we needed to do, yeah. that's when we started to, like, yeah. um, you know, move up and pretty much... It's not like we completely ignored it. It's yeah. kind of like we had to wait for the time, because we had to wait for back end to finish. And yeah, there, were, there was a lot of issues, especially since it was during, like, school year. Yeah, during right? the school We all year, had our yeah. own, like, obligations, yeah. but... The school you know, comes definitely, first to this yeah. equation, unfortunately. Yeah, but definitely there, there, things could have improved, and I felt like it improved a lot more. How, how do you feel about the idea of you start? Like, how, like from the beginning, like what, what, what motivates you to like come and work with you start? I mean, I just felt the idea was amazing. You yeah. know, like for one, you know, not, not a lot of people when I, when I talk to most others, you know, like they're like, it's very difficult for them to find you know, experience or just like, you know, just internships for one, right? Yeah. Like I've, I've talked to so many people already, just like you have, you know, like actually a friend of mine who's uh, who's now in like Hong Kong and Taiwan and is like actually, um, you know, vacationing there. She has like an interview, but 
Like that's what's stressing her out. Is because an interview. Yeah, it's just the, the idea of of trying to get into like uh, an internship. Yeah, it's it's just because very the market's very saturated now. Yeah. It's very competitive for like I'm interviewing for jobs now, and I have to go through like five rounds of interviews where they all ask me the same question over and over again. But that's jobs, so it's different. But even for an internship, I had to go through interviews for that. Yeah, it's like it's it's sure go for it you learn a lot from them but you end up doing a lot of paper pushing and you sometimes don't even use the skills that you have like i as a computer engineer the closest thing to my skills i do is i, I create databases sure so i'm using my cs side but i never was able to use my electrical engineering side that would be that would be for me to blame because i decided to go with an internship or with more cs based but through you start for example you can choose to work at two different projects at the same time or you can pick a project that utilizes both like let's say they're creating like let's say i don't know a sprinkler system right you can use your cs side to code it and then you can use your electrical engineering side to create the circuitry needed for it and then the mechie can help you put the mechanical stuff to it so there's a lot of cross pollination with it especially at a university like nyu like the main reason i'm so passionate and grateful to be here at nyu is because unlike many universities it's not niche oriented like our campus is niche oriented towards engineering but there are i believe 16 other campuses Something like this. Something like this. Yeah. It's about it's about like ten plus, you know. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of campuses. There's sixty thousand students. Of literally, I think every single major is offered across all their campuses, which is what kind of bothers me when it comes to main campus not really understanding what U Start is, and because like we've had talks with the E Lab. And I think I mentioned this a little bit in the first episode. I'm not trying, by no means, I'm not trying to trash talk anyone. By no means am I trying to, like, expose anyone or be a hater, quote unquote, because that's just not who I am. Like, Derek knows that. I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to be completely honest to anyone who's hearing this and talking about this because they attempted something that we're attempting, but they failed at it because they weren't able to keep the students on the website. Yeah. Well, thankfully, we figured out this new feature. We'll, we can discuss later on when we launch or close to launch. We can discuss this new feature because it's kind of our main proprietary feature. Not that a feature should determine what a website is, but it's one, it's a cool new feature that not I don't think any website has yet. But we have that and it's able to keep the students. But they're they failed at trying to do something like this. But and they've completely written it off. It's like imagine if there was something before MySpace. There was, I, I don't know what it was called, but imagine the guy, imagine Tom from MySpace was like turned down because they, uh, this other website failed. Or let's say Facebook was turned down because MySpace was failing. No, that doesn't work just because one, Thomas Edison didn't necessarily, I don't believe he was the exact inventor of the light bulb, but there's a quote mm -hmm. that my father told me about him, which inspires me daily is Edison, let's just assume Edison was the person that invented the light bulb. They asked him how you fit um what happened with because it's this there's like a it's not exactly a thousand but there's like a thing where it's like it took him a thousand tries to invent the light bulb instead yeah and they asked him like how did you not get discouraged and he said i learned 999 different ways not to make the light bulb right. so the thing that like destroys me personally with the e-lab and discourages me big time but it also gives me a drive and like this like the gary says like the punch in the mouth spit the tooth out and keep going thing for me is that that I can like they've seen where they failed? Why not bring this new? They literally have nothing to lose because we don't ask them for money. We literally just ask them for guidance and information, and they kind of turned us down. It's kind of like we, we try to reach back to them. They try to kind of take over what we wanted to do and try to like manipulate it for their other campus and make it like niche. So we didn't really want to do that. 
But I, I, what I really wanted for them was guidance and what they, what they promised every student will guide you, will help you. Maybe we'll throw you some money. Sure, that'd be helpful because right now, like, the VIP course is starting next semester, and mm -hmm. I have to pay out of pocket to run this course that students are paying to take, and the university is not willing to help pay for it. Sure, we're going to probably end up maybe getting servers from the computer lab to help us, which would help a lot, and I would appreciate that, and that's all thanks to Professor Strauss. But main campus NYU has never, like, as a, like I've seen the startups that they work with, there's so many, like, fake startups and just, like, buzzwordy startups, like social entrepreneurs. Sure, they do great work, but, like, Sometimes maybe there's a project that doesn't get you a headline or something because like like Harvard and MIT and all these big Cornell universities they're putting up so many amazing innovations and creating things. But here at Tandon, we have this oh, beautiful yeah. lab. We have this yeah. beautiful lab. We have I swear to God, we are literally walking among some of the smartest students that are in any university in New York. And I'm not just saying that because I've seen what they can do. And I've gone through the course structure that they go through. You are going through the same course. It's not easy. It isn't. It's not easy compared to the shit that I've seen other students do at different universities. It's not easy. It's challenging. And you learn. They they don't teach you. You learn. What I mean by that is when, when you're being taught something, it's like a formula, plug and chug, keep going. No, you learn how to do something and how to get it out there. But here at Tandon, you're figuring everything out. These guys are the smartest resources that they have. But when they try to use these, re like these students try to create, try to like push themselves to the next level, they're shot down. Yeah. And you shouldn't be shot down. You shouldn't be shooting down. Even if the idea is complete garbage, right? Yeah. Let the market teach them that. Give them a platform to move forward. And that's what you start is. We want to be the platform so you don't have to depend on NYU to help you find people. Help you launch a project. No, we give you this platform. We give you the tool that you need to go out, out and do it. Because at NYU, mean at the ELAB, they have this wall. You've seen. It. I think you came with this um, before, or no? I might have. I don't really remember. It's like they have this wall of sticky notes, and you can post an idea for a project, and then like the people can come and look at it and oh, see. I don't it. think I've seen that. Before, we, we, but. Did you even know it existed? I think I, I think I know about it. I told you. I'm the one who told you about it. Right yeah. before that, we had no idea it existed or how it worked. Yeah. How many people can travel there to find it? Work, but like. What hurts me personally is there's so many brilliant minds mm -hmm. that we can channel and so many brilliant discoveries that this university can make and bring true change, like yeah. true change. But they choose to go with like projects that don't make a difference. Like last year's Yeah, like I've I've like I think you talked about one time about the, the water bottle or something. Or just like the, the water fountain thing where yeah. like uh, you know, people can just they can look through their uh there's like an app to, to find yeah water. there's an app to find water fountain sure like it, it, it's a great it idea useful, sure yeah. it's it's useful and i'm not saying that they should be disqualified for across any other thing yeah, but definitely. i'm saying is give every project that as many projects that make sense a platform to us i'm not saying don't maybe you start doesn't deserve a platform in their eyes and that's fair right yeah. maybe in their eyes there's a different goal and that project is better and smarter or and more intelligent too powerful sure <laughs> sure that'd be awesome but Maybe, maybe, maybe they, and they, those, I'm assuming, they've definitely worked hard to get to where they are, and I respect that, and I don't want to take that away from them. But, but what I'm saying is, like, instead of some, like, something small, not that it's small, I don't want to come off as a douche and insult anyone, yeah. but I mean, like, something, like, basic, right? Like an app yeah. is powerful, in a, in a sense. What I'm saying is, there's, like, there's a design project competition that occurred last semester. Mm-hmm. We entered to try to get in a lot of projects into Trigon, and what happened was, out of the three teams that won, two of the projects didn't work, and one of them was a toy airplane. So that's like, like I know, like 
well, what the hell? Like a lot of other teams, like this team created this circuit box that did something really cool. I don't remember exactly because it, it was two semesters ago. Mm-hmm. They weren't even allowed to enter. We at Ustar wasn't allowed to enter when we were backed by one of the highest ranking professors here at the university because we weren't we we weren't like I don't know put, what the hell to say. But at that point, the, the website was the it was the alpha. It was a working alpha which we yes. just submitted to enter. But I mean, we did win the Myron Rosenthal whatever the hell award it was, the which award, was awesome, yeah, which amazing, was awesome. Yeah. But why didn't we get a chance to compete? Right? It's like if you have to try out for a talent show. A talent show, everyone should go up there and do their own thing and get judged at the end, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Like, why would you demoralize your student base to do this, right? That's just my that's just my opinion on this on on this thing. If you could, could you talk a little bit on like how you feel about it, like what's your point of view on this? Well, with, within these just like aspects of just like competitions, I've I've heard from many people. Like for one, um, one of my friends actually was um, she attended a like a design competition mm-hmm. or just pretty Here, much. Um, I think it was just like third party, just outside. But anyway, um, through NYU, was she like a student here? Yeah, she's a student here. Okay. But it was just like um, I think it was just like some different like startup competition. Gotcha, but gotcha. anyway, um, I think there was like this great idea with involving like just some form of technology that would help like in the medical field. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I like from what she told me, like the the people, the judges, right? Right. They were just so biased. They didn't accept it at all. They didn't even take it into consideration. And then they just, like, they just shut them down. And yeah. I, I was just thinking to myself, well, what are you guys even thinking? Like, it's just, they aren't even looking into, like, the project itself. They're not. They're looking into at any, face value, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, to me, like, I feel that, like, these days, like, people don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Like, even with, like, the judges themselves, they just, yeah. they, they have no background. They have no idea, like, how to, like, rank people based off of, like, oh, how, how their, like, projects work and stuff. I agree. And it's just... And it's that's just, what's kind of screwed up the VC yeah, world it just, well. it just bothers my mind, you yeah. know? Because like, there's so many fake projects out there, and unfortunately, yeah. there's, there's two sides to it. The VCs can sniff out the fake projects, but these judges and these competitions and these universities can't yeah, really sniff they, out these fake projects. They can't exactly. understand it. It's, like, we both know of one guy, but we can't <laughs> say his name. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to... Like, NYU loves this kid, and they they're backing his project big time, his slash her project big time. But there's nothing going on. There's no development. They're just throwing money at it, and there his slash her project is is like the website's a fake front website. Yeah. There's nothing about the product anywhere on there. So it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, I feel like you know, just like star competitions in general. It's just. It might be like a great thing to get people like you know hyped, bolstered up, just sure. to like you know get their startup rolling. But why would you shit but, on the actual entrepreneur? But the problem is, is that they're things. yeah. But like the problem is, is like they're making the problem even worse because yeah. they're not they're not helping out like other startups that want to really make a difference in the world. You know, like, like ours, ours is yeah. a printing press for these projects. Like they can pump out like the main goal for any university is to create projects and innovations. We're a printing press. Yeah, press exactly. For these and and like these people, like with their startup compositions, they're just like, oh yeah, you know, these the, like this is the future, right? Startups are gonna like make like, things. Yeah, with like, AR and VR now, and yeah, none of that most is of them touch. are most of them are pretty much off of startups. Yeah, yeah, and like and most of those AR VR stuff can't even be implemented until like five to ten years from now. Right. When we go into the AR VR world. Yeah, sure, they're like yeah. they're cool, but it's like everyone's just looking for these big like all these apps. People, everyone's like AR VR, AR VR, AR VR. It's early. It's yeah. so early to uh, to like kill all these other projects just because they're not AR and VR. Could we turn you start into AR VR? I mean, we can create an AR VR app where you can walk through the website. Sure, that'd yeah. be 
cool, but what the hell's the point of that? Yeah. Just to be able to uh, just to be able to appeal to their thing and win five hundred bucks. But it's like they're just they just don't see the vision anymore. But like the trueness behind entrepreneurship and the beauty behind it is the American dream, is the underlying American dream. Yeah. And just creativity and pushing it right right now, entrepreneurship has become what the new rock star is, right? So it's like it's like, oh, you're an entrepreneur. I want to, like, I want to be that entrepreneur to get the girl or get the guy or whatever it is, right? right. It's what it's kind of like. Oh, I'm gonna put CEO in my uh, Instagram bio, or I'm gonna put it on my Facebook page. Like, I'm a CEO on my LinkedIn profile. It's like it's become like a big buzzword thing. Where it is now, like, when it's it's lost that beauty to it. It's lost that innocence, that that vulnerability, that rawness that entrepreneurship had. Yeah, it's it's, it's they're killing it from both ends. Yeah, it's just I feel like, and I love know, that. I love yeah. that they're killing it because it's going to weed out the bullshit, and what's going to be left is real entrepreneurs to go in there and tear shit up. Because when that, because how long can you keep a bullshit fund going? VCs will sniff you out, mm-hmm. and universities maybe after like two years they'll be like, oh, I guess not. I guess we won't have to do anything unless they're unless they're completely blind, yeah. or you know someone who knows someone who knows someone. But I feel like eventually these. Like if you look at it, I was in a I was in a class. The lights just turned off, but that's fine. Yeah. I was I was we were in a design project class where we there was like fifteen teams, and we're the only team that keep, that still cre- keeps going with our project yeah, exactly. and keeps going. All these design project courses that were able to compete in the design project competition, none of them are still going. I'm 100 percent aware that none of them are <laughs> none of them are still working. But you started still going, which 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 is good for us because we know that we can stand the test of time where they can't. So I'm not. I'm not worried about it. It doesn't bother me. But it's just that I really wish that the culture would change from it being this cool thing to being more of a respected thing as it was years ago. Do people respect them? Sure. But it's become like this cool guy, cool girl thing. Like, I want to become an entrepreneur. That's yeah. just me. I mean, with me, I just think like these competitions, you know, like it, it, I feel like they're just still catered down to almost like at a kid level. It's like they haven't grown up yet. Yeah. At some point, they they just pretty much are just you know in that phase where oh yeah these these little inventions are gonna help the world. But why why would you why would you even bother with that? Like, like if you showed really, face if Facebook yeah. didn't exist and we showed Facebook to NYU today, like we want to create Facebook, they wouldn't understand that. Yeah, they wouldn't. Like, All right, whatever. We have new was. classes and we have email. Yeah. Like well, the first person we talked to told us to use an Excel sheet and phone calls to make this happen. And we're like, this is nineteen forty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like it's it's really bothersome like these people just basically need to get their shit together that's just the idea yeah hopefully hopefully we can we can hopefully this stuff will change later on it'll grow hopefully as you start to get completed we can push it towards out there i mean we're Definitely. we're 100 confident in the product and the idea and i'm 100 confident in our team we have one of the best teams ever and i love our team and i appreciate everything that they do and the time that we put in our team is growing the next semester with the vip course we have 12 people coming in well there's it's about eight people since four of them are already working for us <laughs> but it's really cool and yeah i i think we hit all the points that we wanted to for today yeah it's really great having you on derek thank you so much thanks Ryan. derek is the man I'm derek is to be here derek is my go-to when we need to talk <laughs> so when i go to derek derek is my bro and he's, he's really like family so Derek, is there anything you'd like to tell them? Do you want them to follow you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere? Do you Twitter uh, or something? If, uh, Instagram, don't want you to follow. <laughs> I mean, you can follow me on Twitter, I guess. Uh, I'm Sochified09, which is just spelled I M S O S H I F I E D 09 on Twitter. That's also my Snapchat. If you if you're interested in gaming, I'm actually yeah. Derek's a big follow me on Twitch. Y O O N Y U L S I C T A E. 
just follow me on Twitch. I'll be usually streaming Counter-Strike, but otherwise, you know, just it's just over the break, but, you know, awesome. just some things to check me out, you know? Yeah, guys, definitely follow Derek. He's got yeah. some, he's, he's a really good gamer. Like, he's... He, he really <laughs> I'm loves, okay at it, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm just... He's not confident. I'm trying to start... I'm trying to do some content creating. Just, just keep... In, just in, just in create some time. content. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. And guys, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. It's all Ryan Rosbiani, R-Y-A-N-R-O-Z-B-I-A-N-I. All these links, all these um, spellings will be in the description, Derek. I'm going to need those spellings for those Twitters and streams <laughs> from you for the description of this episode. And if you haven't yet, and if you like this content, please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Um, follow us on iTunes, pretty much. It's You Started Kits. Uh, we're also on SoundCloud. You started kids. We'll try to get on Stitcher soon. I'll talk to Emily about that. I'll try to look into it today. Try to get on Stitcher, all these other podcast apps. You should be able to find us on your local. I know we're on Podcast Addict. Steven just checked another app. We're on there as well. So you started kids. You can also check out the You Start pages too. That's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also follow us on You Start across all platforms. It's You Start Today. Um, except on Instagram, it's you start dot today because some guy you start today, <laughs> and I keep messaging him like, "Hey, bro, let me get it." He never replies. I don't think he's active. Oh, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, go ahead and follow. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you want to email us, you can email us at youstarttoday at gmail dot com. If you have any questions or concerns, of course, you can hit us up on the Twitter, the Snapchat, the Instagram, wherever you're most comfortable with. And thank you for giving us your ear and listening to what we have to say. And I really hope. You have a great day or night. I have no idea when you're listening to this. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye, guys.